0: Hey, mamas. Um, getting cancelled. <laughs> I feel like this is something that is just oversaid and doesn't actually happen. And I was really thinking about it the other day. That like, like people who are cancelled are like zombies. Like they don't stay dead. They come back. Like. There is so few people who are canceled that actually, like, lose their, like, careers, whether it be on social media, acting, um, music, things like that. And I really wanted to kind of break it down, like, why that is um, and who some of these people are that just, like, can escape this cancellation and and why people think that it's, like, still, uh, like, a thing because it really isn't. Like, you can basically what I'm trying to say is you can't get canceled for the most part, and I I found, like, an exception that I'll talk about, but before we get into the meat and the juiciness of this episode, um, a quick word from our sponsors of the episode. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. (laughs) Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to download the new Bumble now. Okay. Let's let's begin with some some obvious examples. Shane Dawson. <laughs> 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 I I don't want to list like the laundry list of horrific things these people have done um you know, I I think for one, it's like kind of common knowledge. Like if you were walking down the street, you'd be like, oh, that's a guy that, um, you know, did a horrific thing to his cat. Um, you know, <laughs> I think that's kind of seared in everyone's brain. So uh, I, we're not going to get into all of their war crimes, but Shane Dawson was humongous i mean his youtube videos were getting like 40 million views per video um he he would he he was so good at collabing with people not really collabing but his documentary style videos um were just humongous and you know he made videos on uh tana mojo um who is the one dude that looks like an actual like like a ghoul like a like um like a like a monster like a ghost, but like lives in the middle of Wyoming and has like, th- like a hundred million dollars. What is his name? That's actually gonna charm me. Oh, Jeffrey Star, Jeffrey Star, 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 did videos with him, um, all these things was a, a humongous YouTuber. You really had to be there, um, when he was in his prime, and then all this stuff came out. Uh, you know, he dressed as um black women and like kind of made caricatures of them um like one of the characters he had when he would like he would put on um like all this like really offensive makeup and the character's name was like shanane it was horrible and i specifically remember watching that as a kid and i think i think i was probably like 10 or something and that would that was just like seared in my brain as a 10 year old and i had no clue that it was like offensive because i was so young and so it's like he kind of really did harm with that because there were so many little kids watching his videos and he was very careless with like the stereotypes he was perpetuating and just literally being a monster and a menace and then of course his cat thing so you know he did a substantial amount of stuff i would say one would say um and it all kind of came to a boiling point. Oh, when was that? Like 2019, maybe 2020. It might have been in the pandemic. Sorry, y'all. I have to play with my my um my katana sword again. I need like a fidget toy. <laughs> so all of this like finally came out, and it 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 felt like there was no way for him to escape it. So he he was like, "I'm done with the internet. Like I'm gonna leave." And it it truly felt. Like Shane Dawson was cancelled, and for years, that is how it was. You know, um, he wasn't posting anything. he'd very rarely make appearances in other people's videos. um, mind you, he was still filthy rich, you know when we when we say people are canceled, they still have that YouTube money baby that that went nowhere. they are living comfortably in their mansion in the Hollywood Hills, okay? Like, that goes nowhere. Um, that is one thing that you really can't take away with, like, that cancel culture really can't take away unless they get, like, sued or something or go to jail. That, that'll do it. That'll do it. Um, however, he's back. Shane Dawson is back. He's making videos. They are getting views. Mind you, they're not the crazy amount of views that he used to be getting like 40 million but it's like it's like 10 million it's it's up there it's it's very substantial views and you know he did make an apology video like way back when um, but it's 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 just very interesting how he's back making pretty much the same content now not like the offensive content but just like the documentary style content Um, and most people have forgotten it. If you go into his comments section, you're not going to find people being like, are we not going to pretend like what he did? And like those kind of comments when people get canceled. Um, and listen, I am not being an advocate for or against cancel culture. I think it's very nuanced and like kind of a person by person basis. Um, I think some people deserve to not have a platform for what they did and like altogether and i think some people um deserve to have like some time to think about their actions and maybe you can come back eventually but what i think the main career destroyer is for when people get canceled is not like the canceling itself it's more like when people get canceled and they can't they don't want to post um it almost like really kind of resets them i think so like take for example shane dawson he didn't post for years and then he's back posting videos again and i think for some people you know a break can be helpful honestly um you can like gain a lot of like you you just have a lot of time to think about like the kind of content you want to make and how to make it better um but i did watch one of shane dawson's like post cancellation videos and like they're not as good as they, as the as the originals. Um, they kind of suck now, and that brings us to our second person, James Charles. um like I said, we're not going through the list. We're not going through the list of all the things that he did. Um, you You can look it up, you can find all the apology videos, however. I mean, his cancellation has been kind of, like, sporadic. It's been, like, little bursts of people being like, oh, my God, like, you did this thing. And then he'd be like, I'm sorry for doing this thing. And it felt like for a while, it was, like, every three months or so, like, <laughs> we'd be, like, hearing about him doing something and then having to apologize for it. So it wasn't, it wasn't really anything, like, boiling over like Shane Dawson's was, but his was, James Charles's was kind of just, like, little bursts of like, oh, oh, (laughs) so, um, however, I, I do think it kind of took a toll on his channel. I mean, it definitely did. So I don't want to get like too much into like the numbers and the views of things. But for example, um, James Charles, like used to be getting 10 million views per video, 20 million, like insane numbers. And, if you go to his channel, he has videos that don't even have like 500,000 views. So now I think the reason why cancel culture like worked on him in this scenario is kind of for two reasons. For one, well, there's three reasons, I think. Um, for one, I think makeup content is just kind of dead in general. I was talking to a few, like, beauty influencers about this um, just because I'm, like, very interested in it, and they were saying how, like, it's, like, f- like very dead. Like, you see whole, like, um, makeup TikTokers that, like, literally have to, like, completely make new content now because, like, makeup content is dead, I and I don't know what it is. Like, I genuinely don't understand why, like, no one's watching it anymore, but... That is one reason why. So he kind of had to pivot content because c- of that. He had to try out new things. Like he'll go to his channel and it's like giving $10,000 to – I can't remember what it was. Um, but you, it, it's it's, – I'd say maybe one in six videos is like a makeup video. Um, Now another reason is I think that a lot of his friends, you know, that are very like concerned about their like image and stuff – All of a sudden, when, like, all these, like... When he's, like, kind of known for being, like, problematic... um, They stop working with him. And they stop, like, being in his videos. And them being in his videos gave him a humongous boost. Like, 2021. Maybe 2020? No, not 2022. Like, 2021 mostly. Like, they would do Christmas videos, Halloween videos. And have, like, Charlie D'Amelio. Like, the whole Hype House. The whole Swaybo. All of them. And those videos were huge like humongous and they would all post videos um for like christmas and stuff with all of each other and like spend days like filming these collabs and they would do so well but now that all of this stuff has come out you know he barely has like those original friends in his videos and that's not to say like they're still not friends um you know I think a lot of them still are very close, but you know, they don't, they're just not public about their friendship, which that's LA baby. That is LA. Um, (laughs) but anyways, let's move on to our next case study. Sienna May. So, um, wow. I mean, she kind of really did well, she kind of had two things. She had she had the appetizer and then the main course, I guess you could say. So she released merch that said, like, you know, she's, like, a very body she – was, she was a very body-positive influencer. You know, I think she helped a lot of people in that regard. But she also got a lot of flack for it. So she released merch that said, um, did you eat today? Which, you know, is, like – an affectionate and cute way to like be like checking in on your friends but you know when it's on like a $50 gildan t-shirt um kind of kind of cringe and also like weird to commodify that (laughs) um I don't know what to say on that I thought it was very weird and I know a lot of other people thought it was very weird like her heart was in the right place I think but girl (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then also, um, the obvious, um, her being accused of essaying her friend, um, so, like, that'll do it, that's a horrific thing to do, um, and, you know, a lot of... (laughs) What Shane Dawson did wasn't illegal. I mean, at least I don't think. Like what he did to his cat might be illegal in some states. I don't know. But what Mae did, definitely illegal. Um. D- definitely a horrible, horrible thing to do. Uh she said that she was like taking it through legal channels when she got canceled. She very much was on the like the defense. She was saying how. Um she doesn't want to comment on it because she is like talking to lawyers and all this stuff Um, but I think her cancellation in the end like really it it was swift and you know she's like done I I, I think like out of all the people we've mentioned and are gonna mention today like she's like like done she may do y'all remember oh Oh, do y'all remember the, like, weird apology dance video she made? Oh, that was insane. Wait, that was insane. That just unlocked from, like, the, the deep crevices of my brain. Oh, my God. She made a dance video where she was, like, talking about cancel culture. And then, oh, my God. She just recently made a video to the Dominic Fike song called Cancel Me. And it was like, it was like her like running along the beach and like filmed on like a, like a nineties, like, like VHS camera. And she's like, I hope they cancel me. And it was so cringe. And I think where she really like took an L is she was, she almost like played with her cancellation, which, you know, depending on what you do can work. Um, Say you get canceled for something really silly. I don't know. Like, say, <laughs> literally, when I was filming my most recent video and I was, like, I had this doll and I was pretending to be a mom for 24 hours. I was, like, oh, my God. Like, what if people cancel me for, like, beating up this, like, doll that looks like a baby? Like, is there, like, some moms out there that are going to get mad? Like, if you did something like that and then say I got canceled and I, like, played with it, I was, like, What? Well, That's you, because you're all babies. Like that could be funny, but the way she was like so lighthearted about what she did was very distasteful. And um clearly people did not like it. Now she hasn't really like tried to come back and like make content and like be active and stuff. So I don't know if it would work or not, but I'm guessing that it wouldn't. I'm guessing that if she tried to like have a YouTube career or something. After all that, I don't think it would work. I think she, um, I think mean, she's kind of done. But the next few people we'll get into right after this quick break. <laughs> Okay, we're back. Um, next, I want to talk about David Dobrik. So... Okay. He was involved in a few things. Um, most notably, like, he had a friend get injured while they were filming one of his videos. He, like, had him, like... I, I can't remember what it was. He was, like, hanging on an excavator, and David Dobrik was just, like swinging him around and then he like fell or got hit or something and like like permanently damaged his eye um and got very injured so and and you know i think that was always like something that was going to happen like you like you'd watch david dobrik videos and it was so much chaos that it was like someone's gonna get hurt at some point like the stunts they would do Mind you, it's entertaining, but, like, you'd always kind of wonder in the back of your mind, like, how safe is it? Like, how safe are the people in these videos? Um, And the next thing that he, um, you know, kind of did was he did a video where he has this friend. um, His YouTube name is, like, Dirty Dom or something, but um, he was filming a vlog And this Dirty Dom was kind of known as, like, the, like, promiscuous kind of character of the group. You know, he would, like, hook up with all these girls and stuff. But it came out that in one of the videos, um, when he was, like, hooking up with these girls, he literally essayed one of them. And I believe that whole, like, kind of, it it became, like, a bit. And then they, like, put it in a video, which is, like, literally horrific. Because I remember watching (laughs) every single David Dobrik... Video, and I think I watched that one and I was like, Oh my goodness, and like didn't even realize that, like, behind the scenes, like someone was getting essayed. So, like, that's crazy, that is so crazy. Um, and I think it so the problem with this was, you know, David Dobrik, it, it wasn't necessarily anything he said but it was more like the the biggest problem was like rooted in his content like and it's hard to like come back and start making videos again when like the problem was your content and like the the kind of attitude around it like the carelessness and stuff you like if you're David Dobrik you can't exactly come back and like make super sanitized um like not dangerous or anything videos because you know people are expecting thrills people are expecting all that but at the same time that is the reason why people are getting hurt and why people are getting um you know horrible things happen to them because of like the environments he's creating so he's back um I actually am very curious to see like I I watched like a few of his videos after he came back let me see, like, what his, like, views are at. I didn't do my research on David Nobreg. I'm sorry. Um, but there is a documentary coming out against him, like, pretty soon, made by Casey Neistat. Um, kind of, like, like, showing what really happened. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I'm, like, very curious. Um, Okay, so he actually hasn't posted in three months, but uh, posting, like, a few videos a month. 7 million views, 9 million views, 8 million views. Those are good views. Like obviously not what he used to be getting, which is kind of the the trend here, but those are still good views. Um and I remember like going into the comments of like his new videos and like there wouldn't be and I don't know if it's just the way YouTube is, um but there wouldn't be any comments talking about like what happened or like being like <laughs> Like, it wouldn't be anything like that. Um, and I, actually, I think that's more kind of, like, YouTube's comments. Like, YouTube, you don't really see negative comments anymore. It's very strange. It's it's a certain type of comment that kind of raises to the top. Like, uh, one comment I always see is, like, people, like, like, the template where it's, like, can we just appreciate? Um, and then, like, saying, like, some stuff to kind of, like, flatter the YouTuber and then, like, also bring on a bandwagon of likes. So... You never really see people just, like, straight up confronting people in the YouTube comment section. Like, those don't do that well. But, you know, he took a break from making videos, and his content is very similar. It's more kind of, like, focused now on, like, collabing with people and, like, traveling. And not so much on, like, stunts and, like, parties and stuff like that. So, you know, I think he, like, maybe learned. But... Who knows? I mean, he says he has, like, HR and, all, like, all all these, like, safeguards to make sure stuff like that doesn't happen again. But who? Who knows? Next is a TikToker. Um, you might... You've definitely seen their videos. Might have, um... Might know who they are, but, um, their name is only OnlyJayus on TikTok. They, um... Oh boy. Oh boy. They have said some pretty like horrific horrific racial slurs um and then when it came time to like take accountability for it they would make videos just like lashing back at the people um that were mad at them and a lot of the time Oh my god. And they literally as one of their like things to like gain back support, they were like, I'm going to um oh what did they say? They were like, I-, I wanna feature like more black creators because that was the group that they hurt. And so they made all these promises to like feature black creators on their channel, and then it 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 was a it was like weeks and that hadn't happened. And then some of these black creators that OnlyJS had reached out to said that, like, they were, like, essentially ghosted. And to this day, like, OnlyJS still kind of just plays with their cancellation and plays with, like, you know, people um, hating them. And takes a very kind of lighthearted approach to it. Now... Lord, the thing is, they still get tons of views, like I'd say just as much as they used to. And this is where I really say that cancel culture doesn't work. Because when you're someone where your content, especially on TikTok, where it's showing it's like new audiences all the time, and not YouTube, where like, if you... If you do something that really upsets like your core audience, you lose that audience and it's really hard to get a new one back. But TikTok, like it's constantly showing your videos to like new people all the time. And the type of videos they make um, is kind of like science videos, like fun facts, like things that like are applied to so, it's so broad, like anyone can watch their videos and like um, find something interesting. So they never really... I think they lost some brand sponsorships, but, like, they're back now. Like, they're doing brand deals left, right, and center. Um, and, like I said, I'm not advocating for the cancellation of or against any of these people. That Like, that's for y'all to decide. Um, but I'm just kind of, like, stating the facts that, like, it didn't work on Only OnlyJays. It did not work. They're, like... I don't know what to tell you. I think, the, yeah, like, the main reason comes down to, um, well, one, they never took a break. They, like, they were just posting through the whole thing. They had, like, literally the whole internet hating them. And they're like, well, here's ten, here's ten fun facts about the U.S. military that you didn't know. So, like, <laughs> um, they never really took a break. And also, their content what wasn't going to take a hit. So, there's that. Next up is... Tana Mojo. I have personal experience with this because, you know, one of the first earlier things that they got canceled for was TanaCon, which was I talked about this in my VidCon um bonus episode, which is on Spotify and like only audio platforms cuz they forgot to record the video. <laughs> um <laughs> they forgot to record the video so uh you have to just only listen to the audio i'm so sorry but i talked about tanacon which was her convention that she made to rival vidcon because she wasn't invited or something like that i saw the horrors firsthand i saw people getting sunburns i saw like the riots that happened at this convention um and it very much, a lot of it was her fault. Um, a lot of it was her over-promising, under-planning things, hiring like an incompetent management team to organize this event. And people genuinely got hurt. People got hurt. People like got scammed and ripped off. I think she tried to like pay people back. And coincidentally, that became like a Shane Dawson documentary. It was like her trying to have this like redemption arc. But, you know, she has done lots of other things. She's kind of like one of the faces of being problematic. She um has said the N-word, has like at one point defended her use of saying the N-word. More recently, I can't think of that many things that she did. I think she partied a lot during COVID, which people were mad about. But um, I don't know beyond that, really. But now, let's check like her youtube. you know she she was like mainly a youtuber. um, I think she like tried to make music at some point, potentially. um okay, we go to her YouTube channel. It's not bad. She has six million subscribers and gets around like a million views. Oh, okay, she doesn't post that much like every two months or so. And also as everyone knows she's like kind of notorious um she's like very big on OnlyFans too. And you know that kind of seems to be like a a path that you know, all you know honestly all influencers can sometimes take regardless of if they get canceled or not but it's kind of like what you see at the end of like someone's influencer career is it's almost like a way to cash out like They just create an OnlyFans to, um, I guess, just, like, make as much money as they can off their, like, presence. And then – but it's, like, it's kind of, like, once – now, this is just, like, speculation. But it's, like, kind of, like, once you make an OnlyFans, you don't see that many people just come back to YouTube or come back to TikTok and make the kind of content they did before – um i think it's very much something that people do as like a a a plan b or like a last case scenario type situation um so i don't know if it's that tana got canceled enough because her views are like still pretty good like I, i will say um and she's still like fairly relevant she's like friends with like a bunch of like big influencer people so um I don't know. The The jury must decide on that. I, I don't know if she, if you could, like, say or not that cancel culture worked on her. But anyways, next, Logan Paul, as you'll know, went into the suicide force in Japan and just filmed a dead body, hit upload, and was like, whoa, there's a dead body behind me. It's seared in all our memories. I remember, like, literally being like a little grub, just watching that video and be like, ah, "A new Logan Paul video!" and then just seeing a dead body, and I was like, "Huh, okay." <laughs> so he he, I put him on this list because he is someone that will not get canceled. He has one of the most successful podcasts ever. He did these boxing events that were huge. He wants to run for president. President of the United States. And like set out like a 10-year plan to do that. This man is not stopping. And, you know, he did. I really do think like he probably had a learning experience from the whole Suicide Force thing. I feel like he got canceled for some other things, but I can't remember. He said something um kind of it was either him or his friends on his podcast said something like insensitive or it was like racist towards Asians. Um, I believe it was like about, um, like a K-pop idol or something recently. Um, I can't remember who it was though. That's going to drive me insane. Anyways. Um, but he's like doing fine, y'all. He's like genuinely doing fine. Um, he has, he really like pivoted his content from like little kids to like Suddenly being like such a big podcast for like the stool sports, like 30-year-old men, like demographic, which I think is very interesting how he managed to switch that. Because um, for a while, like you'd think of like Logan Paul and Jake Paul and you'd think like cringe, like, oh, don't worry. I, I, my alarm just went off because I woke up at 6 a.m. Naturally, and my 8 a.m. Alarm went off saying, wake up, Ben. And I was like, I've been awake. Uh and being busy so those are those are all the examples that kind of like cover all the different types of cancellation that can happen i guess um but overall i really don't think it it is something that a lot of people fixate on um that just really does not happen getting canceled is like I feel like scary for two months and then you can just fully come back to your career for the most part if your content doesn't change and if you like apologize and all that. People forget so fast and a lot of these people are proof of that. Um, Now, mind you, I feel like when you get canceled, it's always in the back of your mind. Like when I think of Logan Paul, I always kind of, it's like this little itch in the back of my brain, like they did something. What was it? Oh yeah, they did that. And then so... It's almost like every time you hear these names, your brain kind of goes on like a little loop and like thinks about what they did, how they apologized, if they apologized, um, and then like if you and then you think if you like still want to support them now. So mind you, like CNMA, I think about her name, I'm like, oh. I have like a full body like cringe. Um but with that being said, let me know your thoughts on oh, cancel culture in the comments. Um, I'm very curious because... And I also feel like it's something that's kind of fading away. Uh, people don't talk about it as much because I think a lot of people are kind of... Like, unless it's someone that, like, genuinely deserves to be deplatformed, a lot of people just kind of, like, don't bother almost at this point. Um, but anyways. That... This was has been a drama mama podcast episode. But if you want me to, um... Read your drama and give you some good advice. Please tweet me using the hashtag DramaMamaPodcast on Twitter and at me at Ben of the Week. And I will read it on probably the next episode. Next episode will probably be the next submitted episode. Or listener submitted episode. So, um, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for 4 million subscribers on YouTube on my main channel. Makes no damn sense. I it, it You... you Like, y'all actually blow my mind. Um, And thank you for 11 million on TikTok. Insane. I have yet to process that. So, um, also, if y'all remember in, like, a previous episode, (laughs) I was talking about the crazy thing that I can't talk about, and I don't know if it's happening. It's happening. So stay tuned for next weekend on my YouTube channel. That's all I'll say. I love you so much. Ben of the week. It's Joe.